listening to the Daily Climb Podcast, where we explore personal growth, mindset, and productivity strategies to help you pursue your passions. My name is Ariel, and I'm so passionate about helping young adults actually feel excited to wake up in the morning and to create the life of their dreams. So I want you to make sure that you tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for tips and inspiration so that you can climb. I can't wait to see how you grow. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. So hi, Cassandra. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. And if you could just introduce yourself so our listeners can get to know you. Of course. First and foremost, I want to thank you though, Ariel, for having me on the podcast. I'm really excited to chat with you today and chat with the audience. Um, So like she said, my name is Cassandra Rosa. I'm an intuitive life coach, a certified one at that, and energy healer. And my mission is to really help millennials to find clarity of their path, and their purpose so that they can confidently create a fulfilling life and business. Um, an award-winning author. I came up with the book last year. It's called Now What? Create the Clarity to Achieve Your Dreams. Um, I do energy healing and card readings and really immerse myself in all the modalities to help millennials have those light bulb moments because I've been there, you know, of trying to figure out now what, what's your next steps? Mm-hmm. And really just immersed myself in personal and spiritual development the past five years to help them have that breakthrough like I had. I love that so much. And I think that it's really, really important that, you know, you obviously care enough to want to provide that for people and help your clients do that. And um, both of our, like the way that we help clients are like so similar, but I know that I have a lot of questions when it comes to like energy healing, because I don't know much about that. So I can't wait to dive into that. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But first, I'm really excited to hear about your book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm very curious. How did you get like, well, I guess you kind of already shared when you said that you felt like the presence behind you and then you shared with a friend. Um, is that kind of like the start of when you got interested in like energy healing and also mm-hmm. meditation or like, was there a little bit yeah. before that? Yeah. So meditation was a thing that I didn't believe in, in the beginning, to be honest, Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't get it. My mind goes way too quick. I'm too much of a city girl, busy, busy. Like, Mm -hmm. how am I going to quiet my mind? Right. Again, with air quotes. And, um, once I was just kind of immersing myself and having these experiences, like feeling energy around and feeling like I, I saw things in the corner of my eye, it opened up a curiosity and it led me down this spiritual path alongside my personal development path, which kind Mm -hmm. of unfolded from me being in university for psychology, because mm-hmm. I felt like I had to go to university like everyone mm-hmm. else you know, right. in North America. And uh, halfway through my degree, just not feeling like that was it for me. And I ended up just finishing, volunteered in Africa for a bit, fell in love with mentorship. Mm-hmm. And as things evolved and changed, and I outgrew people's imposed expectations of me of taking over a family business and working in corporate. And I unpacked that and really fell in love with personal development. It was this beautiful kind of 
crossroads experience of learning about things from a mental level mm -hmm. and learning spiritually and it crossed back and fused into what my coaching practice looks like today. So, oh, that's awesome. I love that so much. And I like definitely can relate to what you said with like how initially with meditation, you're kind of like, okay, like, how do you quiet your mind? That's kind of yeah. like, yeah, like I've, I've actually never tried meditating before, uh -huh. but yeah, I've never tried it before. And, um, cause well, actually maybe I have tried it before, but I struggled with quieting my mind. So I was kind of like, okay, like what exactly am I supposed to do now? You know? Yeah. Um, so like, what would you say to someone who like, maybe is like in a similar boat as me, like trying to get started with meditation yeah. or like, ex yeah, exploring that a hundred percent. Okay. So Meditation has so many benefits. There's a reason why all the greatest successful people, even the celebrities love to do meditation. I, it just helps you to get out of the busyness and get really present. Um, it helps, you know, with stress. It helps to clear your mind with air quotes. It helps. You to, um, there's so many different benefits. Like mm -hmm. even if you go on my blog, which is CassandraRosa.com forward slash blog, like I wrote a bunch of blog blog posts about meditation but to get started I think it's really acknowledging that you can't quiet your mind mm. your mind there's always going to be thoughts okay, right so that of helps. you interacting <laughs> with your environment so just allowing them to come up and honoring them and then refocusing okay. into if you have a guided meditation the person that's mm. facilitating the meditation so I would say once I kind of let go of that thought that just was hovering over my head like a cloud that really helped me to step into, okay, this is, I want this meditation thing to work and I'm going to continue with this process. Mm -hmm. And there's beautiful apps on there. Like my favorite is insight timer, mm. um, which is an amazing app. Um, that's free with thousands of meditations for all different, um, different types of people, right? Because some people love to just listen to the beach. Sometimes I just want to hear the waves, like okay. that's a meditation in itself for me. Mm -hmm. Other times I want to focus on visualizing my goals. So I think it's trying on the different types of meditations um, to see what you like. And I think mm -hmm. guided is always a great way, a great place to start. Having someone's voice to focus on mm -hmm. really you to fine tune the craft. So that's what really helped me letting go of the beliefs and trying on the different meditations and having fun on insight timer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love that. And as you were talking, it like, I kind of realized, so I think maybe I had the wrong, like interpretation of what meditation was or like what it looked right. like. So from based on what you said, how you could like do ones where you're like visualizing your goals or, mm -hmm. um, like different things like that. So you can have different types of meditation. Oh yeah. Oh, so is it kind of yeah. like just getting like clearing your mind and focusing on one thing or trying to focus on what like a hundred percent, like the, uh, another thing that could be meditation that when I was in the beginning, I was like, that's meditation. A walk in nature and quiet oh. is meditation. Okay. Um, you know how you can do those adult coloring books mm -hmm. that can be meditation. Oh, stretching can be meditation. It's just yeah. kind of being in like that state of being really present and mm -hmm. focused on something and in a kind of relaxed state, like, okay. if to, like simplify it to its, um, to simplicity. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, lots of things are meditation, um, knitting, yeah. you know, like that could be a form of meditation for people. So I think really redefining it based on you and, mm -hmm. um, 
can really help because, you know, I started from being exactly like you, like, how am I going to quiet my mind to now facilitating meditation, you know? Right. Yeah. That's awesome. And I feel like maybe that might be like, I mean, you probably know more than I do, but maybe that's something that's like a misconception that people have right. about meditation. Yeah. Because I feel like we see it in like these shows and movies where someone's sitting with like their hands <laughs> up, the legs crossed, <laughs> crisscross applesauce, and they're just like eyes yeah. closed and just sitting there thinking. So like I a have a monk this- on the mountain. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So like we have this preconceived notion that that's what meditation is, but like you just explained, like it's a variety of things, you know, and it could look, it's obviously it should be personal to you and what you find like relaxing. Right. Right. Okay. Awesome. I love that. Yay. So now I'm like, okay, this is like really exciting. (laughs) Yeah. hundred percent. So, okay. So I wanted to ask you something about, um, I think you had mentioned on your website, how you help your clients also work, um, or connect with their inner confidence. Mm -hmm. Can you explain a little more what that looks like? Oh yeah, for sure. So I think like you'll see, you're kind of referring to one of my three C's of clarity, which is, you know, clarifying your path and your purpose Mm -hmm. when you're having that now at moment, Mm -hmm. connecting to the inner confidence and creating action steps. So connecting to your inner confidence really is something that we all have. We all have confidence Mm -hmm. in there, in there. And imagine it's like you have all these layers and icky stuff that's just come along in the path. So for example, um, here will come my psychology background, zero to seven to zero, 13 years of age is when a lot of your beliefs are framed. Mm -hmm. So you're really influenced by your environment, the people that are around you, your parents, your friends, your teachers, right? So if something happens in your life, like a traumatic experience, or even just like a confrontation, when Mm -hmm. you're in those formative years, that can really affect your belief systems about self, right? right? So as you grow and evolve and work with like a therapist or coach, you can kind of become aware of these things that are standing in the way of you truly shining and standing into your greatness and really Mm -hmm. being confident. So I like to work with beliefs um, and thoughts and really acknowledging, you know, the root of why you may be procrastinating about something or why you're not making that Instagram post Mm -hmm. for your business, right? Right. And looking at the beliefs and thoughts that you have and kind of clearing out the old files. Mm -hmm. So beliefs and then using meditations and NLP to really work on clearing it out of the subconscious and your energetic field so that you can really tap into what you truly are and the confident being that you are. Okay. And something that I was thinking of, um, when you were talking about like between like the ages of seven to like 13 or, yeah. or um, yeah. So when you mentioned that, it made me think about like how when we're that young before, like our beliefs are kind of a little more solidified, mm-hmm. um, how we're just like free, you know, like when right. we're one, two, like, we're like not afraid to, I don't know, touch the stove. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. And like different things like that. But then as we get older and as we have those different experiences, how it's kind of like we're shaped into not being as free. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So for example, I'll give you an example. Okay. So imagine your mind is like um, a filing cabinet. Okay. And then there's no files. It's empty when you're born. Mm -hmm. And then as you get older, you start to put those big, ugly beige Mm -hmm. folders in, right? 
So for example, let's say I'm going to use myself as an example. When I was young and I was a kid, I have very big curly hair. Like you'll mm-hmm. see on my, on my photo, I'm sure, sure that you're going to post and promote. And, uh, they used to like sing the Lion King song when I was a kid and throw erasers in my hair. So mm-hmm. I, I felt like I had to conceal parts of myself. Like I would wear my hair up in a bun to conceal that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I had this pattern. I had this file that was like, you have to hide aspects of who you are. Like you can't mm-hmm. fully be you. Right. So every time in life when something like that would happen, like somebody would pat me on the head, like a dog, it would add into the file. Oh, I got to like conceal. I got to hide back a version of myself. Mm-hmm. Or every time I said something that was very forward and I expressed myself and people said, you shouldn't say that another file went in that folder. So it's right. like, it, it's like you have um, space for all of these instances to kind of build up in yourself, mm-hmm. right? So I remember I used to be scared to post on social media because I was like, I can't express myself. I can't be me. I'm going to be criticized. And that came from that folder. Mm-hmm. So it's really important to work with coaches and healers and you know, psychologists, therapists, whatever is your vibe and that you connect mm-hmm. with to really help you acknowledge how you're showing up in life Mm-hmm. you know, in a negative way can often be connected to those experiences. Right. And I also think that like when your conditions, like from all those different experiences, how it can like show up differently in different situations almost. Cause like, you know how, when some people, when you're like, you notice certain people that you hang around when they're with you versus when they're with someone else, how they kind of right. like, they might talk differently or share different things. It's like, huh, you don't usually do that with me and like things like that. So, um, right. I want, so I kind of like, um, imaging the, imagining the file cabinet, like right. they take that out like temporarily <laughs> or something. Yeah, or it's in a whole different file. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Because it could be family members. You act certain way, friends or around bullies, right? Like mm-hmm. it's entirely different folders. Yeah. And it's really unfortunate too, that I don't know that we're so limited and suppressed of like how we really like our personality and things like that, just because of like, you know, the ways that the negativity we may have received from other people when we shared our interests and things like that. So I'm wondering, yeah. you, oh, sorry, were you going to say something? Yeah, I was just going to say like, you know, we can look at it from that perspective, but we can also look at it from, this is what I've learned now is to look at it from the perspective that we had to go through every instance in our life to be able to grow and evolve as a being and as a human. And especially for these like different types of people that are impactpreneurs now, right? coaches and healers and business owners that are wanting to make a change in the world, a lot of these instances happen so that you have the opportunity to heal and grow from them and help others do the same. You know, like when I look at my dark time in my life, my now at moment of like, what am I supposed to do with my life? I know I want to make a difference in the world. I don't know what that means. And that dark chapter, if Mm -hmm. I didn't go through that, then I wouldn't be helping people doing that. I wouldn't be here having this conversation with you. Mm -hmm. So everything's a matter of perspective, right? Oh, definitely. And I 100% agree with everything you just said. And I'm always telling everything happens for a reason. Like right. I, tr- I truly believe that because I think no matter this, the circumstance or the situation that there's something that you could learn or like you could take and apply to your life moving forward and grow and different things like that. Um, mm-hmm. And then you get like new insights and everything. So I definitely agree with everything you just said. <laughs> yeah. A, a big thing that I've been saying a lot lately, cause you know, with the world, everything's changing. Mm-hmm. Like instead of 
being the victim in your own life and saying, oh, this is happening to me. Why is this happening Mm -hmm. to me? It's like, why is this happening for me? Like, what am I meant to learn from this? Mm -hmm. How is this supposed to help me grow in my life or lead Mm -hmm. me to the next big thing? So perspective shift, right? I really like that. And I think another, um, another thing too, is I was looking at this Ted talk. I can't remember the psychologist's name, but she had did a study on, um, the people who are like comparing like people's level of self-awareness. And she was saying how, um, in conclusion to long story short, um, the people who are more self-aware, instead of asking themselves, um, why all the time and being stuck in the past, they started asking themselves what, so Mm -hmm. like, instead of, for example, why don't I get along with my boss at work? It was kind of like, okay, what can I do to have a better experience at work? And I think that that's like a huge shift and also goes along with, okay, why is this happening for me? And then moving forward, okay, what can I do about it? Because I think a lot of times, like when we ask ourselves why, like, I think to a certain extent, why is a good question to ask because you need to understand like, okay, why is this going on? You know, um, like what have I done that may have caused this or what is someone else doing that may contribute to this? But I think that many times we tend to dwell in the why for too long and we never step out of it to like, okay, what can I do to improve the situation? I love that. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I just really love that. And every time I get the opportunity to share that with someone, I'm like, yes, this TED talk I listened to. (laughs) Um, Okay. So I'm absolutely loving this conversation. And I Mm. wanted to ask you a couple of questions that's kind of like, not necessarily unrelated, but unrelated. (laughs) So um, the next question I wanted to ask was what is one of the most important things that you've learned in your life up until now? (laughs) I'm going in with like the good. You're going in girl. You're making me think you're making me work for this interview. I love it. Those are the Uh, best questions. (laughs) Say the question again. What's the most important thing that you've learned in your life up until now? Cool. Or even if it's not the most important, maybe like, yeah, one of the, yeah. One of the- okay. So I think, I think um, I'm going to go back to this that I've been reflecting a lot about lately is like the cheesy line, like embrace the journey, hmm. because I feel like a lot of people that are like type A personalities or go-getters, right? Like like myself. Mm -hmm. I used to define my life and my success and fulfillment and happiness and joy based on the big things, right? Marriage, home, right? Like Mm -hmm. what society says, buying Mm -hmm. your first house or making a million dollars or like all those things, right? Mm -hmm. That like as millennials, and I guess some of your audience is also the the generation before millennials, right? Um, that that's what we're told to achieve success. I talked about this in my book too, like how baby boomers, our parents, like, you know, they wanted us to do things that they didn't do. And like, Mm -hmm. you know, that's what we're told from society to be the robots of retirement and, you know, go to school, get Mm -hmm. a job, get married, have a baby, retire, achieve your dream someday. You know, (laughs) like that used to be the way that, you know, I, identified success. And then I was like, Mm -hmm. nah, like I'm going to take the entrepreneurial route. Um, and I had these whole other definition of success that I wanted Mm -hmm. to achieve. And then I started to realize like it was just destination focused. Right. And I wasn't enjoying the journey. I wasn't enjoying the moments. I was just doing everything to lead me up to that point. And it made me really reflect and realize, and I've been thinking about this even more recently of like how, you know, celebrating the small wins, huge, 
finding fulfillment in joy in every moment, in every instance in life, even the plot twists, mm -hmm. you know, that you go through in life. Like, you know, when you have that relationship and you're like, this is my forever person and then it doesn't work out. Mm -hmm. And you're like, man, like finding fulfillment in that moment, mm -hmm. finding fulfillment in, hey, I lost my job because of the pandemic, like, shoot. Like, what am I going to do now? Like finding fulfillment and gratitude and happiness in that moment of maybe you lost that because there's something bigger. So it's mm -hmm. like looking at every moment in life and every day and finding fulfillment and joy and happiness, even if you're not at the destination yet. Mm -hmm. I love that so much, especially because like, it kind of goes along with what we were saying about how, um, you know, like everything happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. And I think that like, cause an, an example for myself is this year, I didn't lose my job, but I was looking for a higher paying job because I was making minimum wage. And I loved the job that I had. I, I worked as a scribe with a doctor and I absolutely loved the doctor I work with. Yeah. Um, I loved what I was doing. It was like, it wasn't like too strenuous. I felt like I was learning a lot from him and it was great. But the one downfall was it was minimum wage. And I was like, okay, like how am I supposed to save more money without um, like leaving this job? Like I have no right. other way. So right. I know that I was like really, really like sad from leaving the job. But it, like you said, like finding the fulfillment of different things, like this new job that I have, like, Although I'm not like, I don't know, it was just kind of like I could find the fulfillment also in I'm able to learn about this field in a slightly different way. And I'm also like meeting new people and it's like right. kind of a different work environment as well, because right. the other job, it was literally just me and that doctor. So that's how we got really close because it was just basically us two throughout the day, like working together. Right. But right. in this new job, like I'm at like a desk. And there's so many other departments that I'm seeing and interacting with. And so it's so different. And I'm able to find like learn and grow in a variety of different ways. Yeah. So, yeah. So I really love like that. You mentioned that and just the importance of finding fulfillment and everything, just because like when you don't, it kind of just brings, like, it just makes you feel down, you know, like when you, right. focus on, yeah, on the negative and yeah, I just love that a lot. <laughs> yeah, good. I'm glad. Yeah. And then also when you mentioned embrace the journey, I just said this on the last interview that I did, but it made me think I just have to share. So, yeah. um, the name of my podcast, the daily climb, it actually came from like kind of something along that on yeah. along those lines. Like you mentioned, like in terms of reaching your destination, um, and not focusing on the journey. So my analogy with my podcasting, the daily climb is that so many people are trying to reach the top of the mountain, but they're not recognizing all the growth and the journey um, yes. along the journey up the mountain. So yes, yes. I love when you mentioned, I was like, yes. <laughs> So good. Love it. Love it. It, it. Another analogy that I've been using a lot lately too is like, you know, in life, when you, you want to achieve something big, okay. Mm -hmm. You know, you want to make a difference in the world. Like I'm going to use myself as an example and you don't know what that looks like. And you know, when you're a kid and you do connect the dots mm -hmm. and you're making a Dalmatian, I don't know why that image keeps coming up for me, but anyway, you're, you're making a Dalmatian on connect mm -hmm. the dots. And you know, you got to connect each dot to create mm -hmm. the picture. In life, it's kind of like that, right? Like in your daily climb, you're connecting from one dot to the next, mm -hmm. to the next, to the next. And you're like, why am I connecting this dot? Mm -hmm. Right? Like reminding yourself, it's to help with the big picture somehow. Mm -hmm. So each dot, one dot at a time, even if it's the plot twist, even mm -hmm. if it's like, I don't know why this is happening to me. Why did we break up? Why did I lose my job? Why, mm -hmm. why, why? connecting each dot and because of the series of those events 
And because of you taking the time and energy to do one thing at a time like that, boom, there's your big picture and there's yeah. your destination. So I love that because like we, analogy kicks, let's just add that one to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so true though, because like when we, um, like when we're going through all these different experiences and like, we just see that one moment, it's kind of like, okay, like this one moment happened, but we don't recognize like, okay, the big picture, we don't even see the big picture yet. So it's kind of like recognize that there's more out there for you and to kind of like, you know, like you said, like you've been saying this whole time, look for the fulfillment in each situation because it's go like, you're going to eventually see the bigger picture. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. It's like, you know, when a, a job ends and you create a new one, like you didn't know why that one had to end until you got to the next one. Right. Right. So yeah. it's so true. Mm -hmm. Wow. This has been great. <laughs> We've been having like yes, so many different analogies. All yes. All day, all, all night with you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So one last question before we wrap up, and this may be quite like, you totally don't have to answer if you don't want to, but the question is, what's your, what would you consider your biggest failure and what did you learn from it? Ooh, my biggest failure. And just want to say like, the reason why I said you don't have to, if you don't want to, yeah, but I'm it looks to. like, yeah, it looks like you want to, but <laughs> cause I know like sometimes like failure could be a touchy subject for some people. Right. And yeah. like, I think also you touched on this before, but how like success and failure, that's something that's so like personal and individual, like what's mm -hmm. successful for one person may not be successful for the next person. So, mm -hmm. and same with failure. So that's why like, yeah. I thought this was also an interesting question to kind of hear like your perspective on like, what was something for you in your own life? That was your biggest failure and what you learned from it. Yeah. So I, this may be a little bit unconventional, but I don't believe in failure because oh. I feel like every instance in your life has to happen to lead to the bigger picture. Every, mm -hmm. that's a connect the dot, like right. anything else, mm -hmm. right? Relationship fails because you're supposed to have a better relationship, mm -hmm. right? You lose a job to get a better job. Mm -hmm. um, so like, I really I'm, like that perspective. Yeah. Okay. So then maybe, Okay, so then maybe what society would consider a failure. Okay, okay. Um, okay, so I thought that I was going to become a psychologist. Like when I went to university, I'm like, I'm going to become a psychologist and, mm -hmm. you know, be a doc, like have a doctor beside my name. Mm -hmm. And that didn't happen. So that would be a failure, it's right? Kind of, okay, in, in a way, right? But yeah. like, if I didn't let that go, then I went, I went down this personal development, spiritual path into coaching mm -hmm. and now do what I love and like travel the world with my laptop and check things off the bucket list. Right. Yeah. So I guess like that, um, the other thing I was thinking was like that whole destination syndrome of like being really hard on myself and not enjoying every step of the journey. Mm -hmm. Um, because I'm so grateful I've had beautiful experiences in my life. And because I didn't have that frame of mind, I don't think I enjoyed it as much as I, if I did those experiences now that I would have. Mm -hmm. So, you know, gratitude and positivity and all of that mm -hmm. um, and finding the fulfillment and happiness in that moment and not being so obsessed with the end, but it got me to where I am now. So, mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I just know that like we were destined to meet because yeah. <laughs> when you mentioned like your, like how society would consider not you not 
taking the route of becoming a psychologist. That's like so similar to what I'm kind of going through right now in my life, because my entire life, like I wanted to be a doctor. And in the past couple of years, it's really like honed in on me. Okay. I want to be a psychiatrist because Mm. um, I like, I just really care about that. And my major when I was in school was also psychology. And so, um, yeah, love psychology. And, Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and like lately I've been battling, like, okay, is this something I still want to do? And like the different ways that like now in my coaching business, how I'm able to make an impact now, you know, as opposed to becoming a doctor, because that takes a bajillion years. years. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) exactly. So, um, so that's something that's been like on my mind really heavily. So when you mentioned that, I was like, yep, we were destined to have this conversation. Like, (laughs) yes, giving yourself permission, you know, because like you had those expectations. There was another one for me with my family business of taking over the insurance business. And I tried girl, I tried, but I was like, this is not for me. You know, it doesn't feel good doesn't light me up. So it's giving yourself permission to choose you and choose your dream. Exactly. And not like having the expectations of other people stop you from doing what makes you happy. Choose you, choose Mm. you. Yep. Because like, I don't know. Like, I always also say that like people, when we focus on what society like thinks or like what our family thinks, our friends and things like that, like their opinions are always going to be changed. I mean, our own opinions are going to be changing. So like, I don't know. It's just like, not letting the opinions of the world shape what you're going to do because like one, one moment the world is saying this is cool. And then the next are saying right. that's not cool. So, I mean, you can't base what you're going to do off of the world. Yeah. Like, um, I heard something a while back and it's always stuck with me. Like people's opinion of me is none of my business. Mm. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Cause like, I mean, yeah. And we don't always know what people's opinions are of us anyways. A lot of times we're guessing. Yeah. Your opinion of you is all that matters. Mm-hmm. You know, at the end of the day, I don't want to be morbid, but like you're going to pass one day, you're going to be mm-hmm. having your last few moments. And do you want to reflect back of all the things that you never did mm-hmm. because you live for other people? Or do you want to be like, I lived my life. Mm-hmm. I made that difference. I, I made the choices that I wanted to do for my life, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, with grief and certain situations in my life, it made me realize it's like, no, I got to live for me. I got to choose me. I got to choose my happiness right? instead of what everybody else wants. And they will come around. Like when they see you shining, like a star that you are, like they're going to come around. And if they don't, then they're not your people. (laughs) Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think to a certain extent, like from a self-awareness perspective, because like, there's like a couple of different level, like parts to self-awareness, you know, like the way you see yourself, the way that the world sees you or other people see you. Um, and like those two internal and external, Um, so I think in that, like, if you're talking about that, that it's kind of like to a certain extent, okay, I think I'm like this, but other people clearly think I'm like this. Then yeah. And that perspective is kind of like, okay, let me, let me see. Like, I think I'm a nice person. Everyone thinks I'm a bully. So something's not aligning here, but when it comes to like the decisions you make, like, I agree with everything you just said, like, you know, not prioritizing what other people want you to do with your life, you know? So, yeah. Oh, I love this. Yeah, I know. It's been a wonderful conversation. And so before we end this, um, if you could just share like your social media, your website again for people to find you and connect with you. Yeah. So I'll send all the links to you so you can put in the show notes maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, But Instagram is Cassandra Rosa A. So you can follow me there. That's where I hang out. We can chat. 
TikTok. Um, my book is called Now What? Create the Clarity to Achieve Your Dreams. It's available on Amazon. I have a podcast. It's called P uh, Clarity Conversations with Cassandra Rosa. Um, I'm sure Arielle is going to be a guest after we'll, <laughs> we can talk a little bit more um, about you being on there and then about my coaching offerings um, and healing sessions. So I do do clarity coaching on a one-on-one -on -one and group basis, which really helps you to transform from now what um, to figuring out your path and your purpose and tapping into the inner confidence and helping you get hit the ground running to creating that fulfilling life in business. So you can find info about it on my website at CassandraRosa.com and info on my healing sessions and card readings as well. Awesome. Thank, Thank you, you so much. It. Yeah. <laughs> and if there's anything else, I'll make sure I have it all in the show notes for everyone to find it there easily. But again, thank you so much for being on the podcast. It's been a pleasure talking with Yay. you. Like our conversation, it just flowed so well. <laughs> yes. Thank you for having me. And I look forward to connecting with everyone. Wait, before you exit out of today's episode, would you do me a huge favor and leave a review on Apple or Spotify? It would mean the world to me to see that you're loving this podcast and the episodes that I'm putting out there. And once you're done with that, take a screenshot of this episode and share it to your Instagram story or text it to a friend so that others can tune in and discover this podcast too. If you're not already connected with me over on Instagram, I encourage you to follow the Daily Climb podcast to stay up to date on everything going on. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll see you on the next episode of the Daily Climb podcast. Thank you.